Good evening. Ah, I want to say thank you to the entire Richmond here. I feel like I have talked to everybody here prior to getting here today, so thank you. Um, yeah, I'm shocked that my aunt didn't say it when she stood up here, but um, I have fallen in love with this place since my aunt has been here, so here we are. Um, and Pam has already read the scripture perfectly, so thank you. Took that off of me. Um, Let's pray. God, as we open this word, I ask that you be with us. Translate through spirit what I don't have the ability to do through words. Open our hearts and minds to receive what you have for us. Then have your way in this place. I have done my study. Lord, send your power. And we promise to give you all the, all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor. For you alone are worthy. It's in your son's name that I pray. Amen. Amen. So I want to tag as a title, Remembering the Rock. Remembering the Rock. I don't want to mess anything up over here. Y'all can hear me fine? Yeah. All right. In 1996, Whitney Houston was the preacher's wife. She was the preacher's wife who sang regularly at the church where her husband was the pastor. What most people remember most about this soundtrack is that Whitney Houston gives us a rendition of Joy to the World that instantly became an anthem. And she did a phenomenal job with that song. But the song that stood out most for me says, venture back to 1996 with me, if you will. It says, when the earth all around me is sinking sand, on Christ the solid rock I stand, when I need a shelter, when I need a friend, I go to the rock. Toni Morrison introduces us to baby sub Tony and Beloved, and she states, in the heat of every Saturday afternoon, she sat in the clearing while the people waited among the trees. After situating herself on a huge flat-sided rock, baby Suggs bowed her head and prayed silently. She situated herself on a huge, flat-sided rock. There is something about that rock. See, Lisa, there are times in our lives when the earth all around us is sinking sand, when we do need a shelter, when we do need a friend, and when such times occur, the text indicates that we should remember the rock. In this text, we find Jesus speaking to who was then named Simon. Simon had shown himself to be worthy of Jesus' trust. Simon had walked with Jesus and learned the ways of Jesus. He understood the purpose of Jesus' ministry. And in turn, Jesus showed him how to care for God's people. He was one of the more popular disciples. In this text is where Simon's work begins to pay off. Jesus acknowledges Simon and renames him. Watch this though. In the original text, Jesus renames him Petra. Petra is the feminine Greek word for rock. Now there was nothing feminine about Simon who became Peter in this moment. So why not Petros? Since that is the masculine word for rock in Greek. Well, 
The nerd that I fully embraced that I am began an etymological search on the difference between Petra and Petros. Check this out. Petros is an independent rock. It is meant to stand alone. In its standing alone, it can be moved by people, by the wind, by storms, but Petra is a rock that's still connected to the foundation. All right. It remains in contact with the original source. Jesus says on this Petra, on this rock that's still connected to the foundation, that's I will good. build my church. The church that Jesus intended is not built on shaky ground. It is not built on ground that believes that it can exist without its foundation. It is not built on something that appears to be grounded, but is really only visibly deep. It is built on the rock that is committed to holding the foundation. That's good. This foundation is tried and true. This rock is where the true church rests. On this rock, I will build my church. But the scripture doesn't stop there. It goes on to say, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. What are the gates of Hades, Io? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> the gates of Hades may look like critical race theory being taken out of context. The gates of Hades may look like women's rights being snatched away constantly. The gates of Hades may look like an elementary school being terrorized by a gunman or the police sent in to rescue those babies running away in fear of their own lives or yet another black man being riddled with bullets by police or the Buffalo Massacre or the people in Flint still not having clean water or separating children from their parents at the border or putting those same children in cages or creating a system that is so flawed that the gatekeepers of Hades actually think they are doing good in the world. The gates of Hades are all around us. But Whitney Houston said, when the earth all around us is sinking sand, on Christ the solid rock I stand. When I need a shelter, why would someone need a shelter? I mean, there are the homeless. That's the easy reason for a shelter. Many question when they see the person on the corner begging for change. Many question their motives. Will they use the money I have worked so hard for to get high, to get drunk, to buy luxuries. My question is, have you considered the, have you consulted the Petra? Because we have come, we have become so used to making those decisions with only our gaze, with only our viewpoint, with only our understanding. This sheltering does not need your understanding. Jesus did not say, upon your understanding, I will build my church. No, Jesus said, upon this rock that is still connected to the foundation, I will build my church. The connection to the foundation is crucial. Looking back at Morrison's baby Suggs Holy, she offers us a model for what should happen when those moments arise and we don't know what to do. She traveled to the clearing the cleared out place in the wilderness and situated herself on the rock. She did not stand on the level ground. She did not remain in the easily accessible place. She traveled to the clearing and connected her body to the rock. She then prayed. 
She consulted God on what to do next. She did not depend on her own understanding to maneuver. She did not depend on the stick she used to aid in her walking. She depended on what she heard from God. She then stood to preach. She stood to speak a word into the people that God had sent her to. She was a resource for that community who understood the power in remaining connected to the rock. When I need a shelter, there are people coming out of abusive situations. When I need a shelter, there are people coming out of addictions. When I need a shelter, coming out of gang life. When I need a shelter, aging out of foster care. The list goes on and on. And our urge to turn a blind eye to what is happening, that is not of God. This is Hades trying to undo the work of Jesus. This is Hades' desperate attempt at getting the, getting the ultimate victory. And we as the church have to decide who we are in this moment. We have to decide whether we are Petros and can be moved by the earthly things and can be limited in our reach, or we have to truly be Petra that is still connected to the foundation. That foundation that was there in Genesis 1. That foundation that understands the roots of the trees and makes room and makes room for them. That foundation that understands the waves of the ocean because it undergirds them. That foundation that understands the moon and the sun because they exist in unison. That foundation that understands your heartbeat better than you do because it understands the eight minute and 20 second cycle your blood rushes through to make it beat. And it understands that it happens that way because it is in sync with the sun that has rays in that same 8 minute and 20 second cycle. And those heartbeats and rays are both a part of God's intricate plan. And the gates of Hades don't have a chance when those heartbeats and those rays are both in right relationship with the rock. We must remember the rock. One of my favorite movies is The Lion King. One of my favorite scenes in this movie is where Mufasa climbs to the peak of Pride Rock and as he rises from his slumber and shows Simba the expanse of their kingdom. He, explain, he explains that they ruled over everything the sun touched. Simba's young understanding smiles thinking about the power that exists in that idea. What Simba can't understand is the responsibility to everything that exists under the sun. He is young and his father is doing his best to explain the, this responsibility and how every living creature depends on, on their responsibility to ruling Pride Rock in the right way. Now, we all know the story. Simba believes he has caused the death of the king and leaves Pride Rock. He adopts the Hakuna Matata philosophy, which we know means no worries for the rest of your days. It's a problem-free philosophy, Hakuna Matata. <laughs> so he has left Pride Rock and the residents of Pride Rock are left in the hands of someone who has no interest in their well-being. They are left in the hands of Scar. Now, if I was a Baptist preacher, 
I would venture into how he is so flawed by something that has happened in his past, Dr. Parker, that we can no longer identify him by anything but what we can see, a star. But I don't have time for that. So back to Simba. Simba leaves Pride Rock, and the rock does not deteriorate. The life for the residents does. The Pride Rock civilization is crumbling because the one responsible for maintaining life for them is hanging out with the pigs and the rodents saying life is problem free. Hakuna Matata. It appears as if the gates of Hades will prevail until Nala finds Simba and reminds him of his obligation to Pride Rock. Pride Rock is suffering under the rule of a scar until Simba remembers the rock. There's so much to unpack there, but in these last few minutes, I want to suggest that we have to remember the rock. We have to recognize those scars that are trying to undo the work of the church. We have to see beyond the surface shiny suit of the scar and see the moves of the gates of Hades operating through the scar. We have to remember those moments with the Mufasas of yesterday that instilled the pride in this rock. We have to be the Nala who is the voice calling out to remind those who may have stepped away from their responsibility that it's time to return home. And then ultimately, we have to be the Simba who returns to Pride Rock. We have to be the church built on Petra in this season. We have to understand the cycle we are a part of and take our place as the gatekeepers of the church built on Petra. We have to fulfill our obligation to this Pride Rock. We have to do our part to make the church the resource it was intended to be. Upon this Petra, Jesus built his church. And the earth all around us is sinking sand. We do need a shelter. We do need a friend. We have to remember the rock. Breaking that word down, re, being a prefix, meaning again, I was an English teacher, y'all, for a long time. Re, being a prefix, meaning again, and member, being the root word, meaning a constituent piece of a complex structure. We have to member again. In the words of Tony Cook, we are deficient by design. We were never meant to do this thing alone. We were built to be in community. And in order for this community to continue to exist, we must remember the rock. Amen.